Welcome to Live with Domery Podcast here at Domery Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes every single week that will leave you inspired and always wanting to come back for more. Today, we have a very special guest coming on, Marcellus Cox, who has written and directed this incredible film that the world must see. Mickey Hardaway is the name of the movie, a young sketch artist who visits a well-renowned psychiatrist as his life begins to spiral out of control after years of physical and verbal abuse has taken a toll on him. Stay tuned to meet the fabulous Marcellus Cox. Welcome Marcellus to Live with Don Marie podcast. How, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, so let's give a little bit of a background first before we get into the movie on how I actually met you the first time. So we were filming Bobcat Moretti, and you were on set with us filming from behind the scenes, and you were so quiet, and I thought, oh, he's so shy, but... He, you are absolutely the most amazing, young, growing adult director, screenplay writer, you name it, you're going far. I can just see it. And being able to watch this film while we were in Vegas was an absolute, just an absolute gift to me. I cried. I laughed. I got mad. I was just like, oh my gosh, I need more. And then you left me hanging. <laughs> I, I've gotten that a, a few times with the film. I, I did. I felt like I didn't want to give too too much away. I felt like uh, just I didn't even want to leave on a cliffhanger. Really, I just wanted to just leave it at a moment where it's to see what happened next. And well, we're about to find out for sure. Definitely, uh, uh, if everything goes well, with our uh, Indiegogo campaign raised the rest of the funds. You'll definitely get the second half of it for sure. Now. I'm more than sure to you. I, I, I just cannot wait till it actually reaches the theaters and people can see the full length movie of Mickey Hardaway. So l people are always asking you, and you were asked a thousand times over the festival weekend, where did you come up with the name of the movie Mickey Hardaway? You know, it's, it's so funny. I remember... Um, the, the real, real way that it came up, I was at the Rialto with my grandma. I remember I was about maybe nine. Um, we went to go see, uh, I believe it was the Bicycle Thief that was playing. My grandmother loved all black and white films as I do. And they always showed the old 35 millimeter uh, cartoon reels. Mm -hmm. And um, my grandmother's favorite were always Disney cartoons. And Aww. her favorite character was, was Mickey Mouse. So I just took the name Mickey and I it's applied into to the character uh, really as, as a tribute to my parents. That's yes. where the name came from. I love that. And I love that your grandmother is a part of the movie with that spirit of how you named the movie, Mickey Hardaway. But when you really think about it, Mickey Hardaway is such an impactful name to a movie that it, it will be around the world that people will hear about this movie Mickey Hardaway like it is just it just flows off your tongue it, you know what I wanted to play with it that way I wanted to make it seem like when you hear someone named Mickey you don't expect anything like vicious you don't expect anything dangerous but when I added the Hardaway element to it that was the play on words this life is a hard one Sometimes life can be very difficult. Life can be almost extremely challenging beyond compare. So that's why I named the film Mickey Hardaway. It I was love. a double entendre to play with it. So, and many people never picked up on that. I think you're like the first one who actually like really like emphasized the name. So nobody has ever ever really asked why Mickey Hardaway. I just I felt like you take a gentle, kind soul and then you put them in a harsh reality. Yeah, and, and you did, and that. And the love of your grandmother and you watching old films with Mickey Mouse. I mean, Mickey is like happy and fun and wants to like goof around and have like the the world of Disneyland, correct? 
It's like the world of magic. But Hardaway, Mickey Hardaway, there's like that connection of life is good, but oh, life is going to get tough. So the name of the movie is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, thank you. I, 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 you know what? I, I, I never thought that there could be any other name for it. You know, I just, I really sat and I thought about that for, for years, and I just felt like it was just the perfect title. It was just the perfect play on words. It was a perfect way of just kind of showing you what what the world is. It might seem sweet and innocent at times, but a lot of times it, it really is a harsh reality of the way you see things. So that's the way I just want this movie. Exactly, exactly. So I have to put these on again because my writing is a little bit too small. Sorry, guys. So I'm going to give a brief discussion on um, what we talked about. On So Mickey Hardaway is a young sketch artist who visits a well-renowned psychiatrist. As his life begins to spiral out of control, years of physical and verbal abuse has been taken a toll upon him. So let's talk about that part of the movie and what actually made you want to write a screenplay like this and then direct it. Well, for myself personally, someone who has always envisioned being a part of the art, I've always gotten that, that negative feedback that it's not a realistic uh, goal to achieve. It's not something that you can survive on, that's something that you can prosper on. And you hear that a lot from people who enter the field of arts, whether it's music or whether it's, you know, artistry, cartoons, drawing art, just filmmaking or, or, or anything of that, of that particular sort. And you always hear more negative than you hear positive. And people actually have to go through this over the course of years, not only just verbal, but even sometimes physical. When it comes to these things, you know, when it comes to kids who are telling their parents these things they want to uh, accomplish, mostly nine out of ten times, unfortunately, it always ends up in a negative fashion. I really wanted to showcase this story for dreamers to show that you have to be able to to go for your goals no matter what. But at the same time, it's a teaching tool to show what can happen when society pretty much put the net on your throat and refuse to let go, and the consequences that affect not only those individuals who have their dreams trampled on because the people who helped cause that, that, that traction and how it affects them as well. So I just want to use it as the ultimate teaching tool to show that it, unless we actually give people an opportunity to allow their dreams to blossom, they're basically going to be living in hell on earth. So true. Wow. So well said. So profound. And unfortunately, so true. So in life today, most of the time, our dreams get stomped upon and it's within ourselves that we have to find what we truly believe in and what we are going to do to get to that level of life. And how you wrote this movie, how you portrayed it, the actor is incredible. The artwork, which we got to talk about, who actually did the artwork in this movie, is incredible. But Mickey is just such a young soul, such a good heart. I mean, I, I'm just going to have to say this one scene. The one scene in the bathroom made me cry. He's just a young kid at school going to the bathroom, and here comes another brother of his coming into the room, and this guy's just being a total jerk. And he's getting very abusive. And it's hard to stand up to people like that. It's just especially hard when it's not it's not just your your uh, it's not your nature, it's not your style, you know. I guess most individuals like that who I've seen through high school go through that. It's just it's not their, their nature to be physical or to be, you know, overly like like pussy or anything like that. I mean, you're willing to stand your ground for what you believe in, but I mean, a lot of times it's just you see people who just go through that through years of just being physically beaten and bullied in school. And these are the people that we want to address in this, that those who, who are different, those who don't fit in with, with the normal forms of, of, of just being a kid 
especially growing up in an environment like, like a South Central LA, it's, it's even more harder when you deal with other aspects that are going on within the community, but then at your own school going through those situations, it, it just makes life look bit more, more strenuous, I, I guess you could say. So the reason why I, I, I wanted to to address that is because of the fact that I've seen it so much in my life growing up in, you know, South Central LA and growing up in schools where I see people like myself who just had a certain gift that just cannot be accepted. It's just always going to be those, that one person that's just going to push you to the brink. Yes, and un- unfortunately, there are many, 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 many thousands of people like that. But as the story continues to tell, it is a pattern of a history that is passed down from centuries. And unfortunately, with that being said, Marcellus, um, the pattern has started since man began, you know, since the caveman, right? It's like, this is my cave and I'm going to bully you to get out because I'm going to take over because yours is better. So when you think about it, that that pattern that you wrote so beautifully, but so strong and so intensefully that watching the movie, you just weep and you cry. And then when he stands up, you just, it's like, yes. And you know, it's like, go for it. But you know, patterns happen and they're hard to break. So how, with you growing up and seeing it in your life form, I've seen it in my life form. I was bullied as a young child because I was sick constantly in and out of school, had to stay back in second grade, had learning difficulties. I was told I was stupid. I was never going to go anywhere. I wasn't smart enough. You know, so like I had a lot of verbal abuse from what they called the cool gang, right? So why don't we talk more about what really what was in your soul and your heart to actually write this screenplay so profoundly to make such an impact for you to win over 150 awards so far? For me personally, it's just, and, and, I, and I mean this with all honesty and sincerity, I know what it's just like to be different. I know what it's like not to be the coolest person growing up. I know what it's like to not be able to fit in. I know what it's like to just have a certain gift that everybody else doesn't have. And you get, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to say that word, but what do you want to say in terms of that? Because I'm not sure of the language. I can you can use. say whatever you want. This is live. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just, I know what it's like to see someone consistently and constantly get fucked and he's like, let's just be honest with Because I've been there. And I and I just have thought you that. I wanted to tell this story really because it was just something at the time I, I just felt like I wanted to address something and I didn't know how to address it. I I, I didn't know how to 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 demonstrate it. I so I just wrote it. I just wrote it. I was actually in my senior year of oh five and I just sat in my my English classroom and I um I just wrote the story, and my teacher took it, and um, <laughs> I thought I was in trouble. I thought I was gonna, uh, I thought I was gonna get suspended or something. And she said the only reason why I want, uh, I want, I want, I want to turn away is because it's actually really good. And I think that she understood that, like, like the passion, you know, for writing. So the fact that she she encouraged me to keep going, and she's like my fellow professors encouraged me to keep going. I just wanted to tell something that that was vaguely familiar to me. But that I know other people can understand and relate to, no matter who you are, no matter what your race is, no matter what you know your religion is. Like we all go through these trials and tribulations for a reason in life. And I just wanted to showcase something that shows that you're not alone, you know. But I also wanted to really show just what the real harsh reality of life is. That unless we're willing to stand up for ourselves, and unless we're willing to actually show people an image of themselves in the mirror, nothing's ever going to change. So this was just a story that I just really wanted to demonstrate as honestly and truthfully as possible. I didn't want to hold anything back. I didn't want to like to be cut anything. I wanted to really show you what the harsh realities are in life and how we can learn from it and how we can go forward and like 
whether it's with your own kids or somebody else's kids that you see that you know are going down the wrong way or even they have certain gifts that nobody wants to take advantage of to show that they could be in life. So I just really wanted to showcase that, that style of, of life. But, I love that. Thank And thank you. And I honor you for being brave enough to make such an impactful movie like this. Um, I also want to point out that you have sketches in the movie of this Mickey Hardaway, um, that he is an incredible artist, being told, you're not going anywhere, you're not going to school, I can't afford that. But he's gonna, he finds a way. And, you know, without giving the whole movie away, um, there's just parts of family that, and I'm guilty of that, so I will say, you know, we all want what's best for our children, and we all want them to grow and to continue to move further. And I've always been, I see stuff in people, and I just want them to continue to move forward and to grow into what is possible. And sometimes parents don't listen to what their kids really want to do. But then sometimes it comes down to the general side of the of a family of the heart and soul saying, I believe in you, I, you need to do this, keep going. But and unfortunately, on the other side of parents around the world, there is no, you're not going, I'm not paying. And you're going to do exactly what I did. You're going to be a blue collar worker. And this brilliant mind of a student anywhere in the world really believes that they can make a difference. And that's when community comes in. That's when people in the community see what you can become. And sometimes you have to let them embrace you because you're not getting the embrace from your actual family. And I felt that way for myself, being the type that couldn't afford to go to film school. My parents didn't financially afford it. I felt like the film community kind of like wrapped this one around whether it was just working as a PA or, or working, you know, whatever that I had to do just to be able to learn and further my craft, I, I felt like that, that that was something for me. And I feel like you, you see that for a lot of artists, whether it's actually in your real community where you live or this is our community that you're surrounding yourself in or this, whatever you, you hope to be, an athlete or a police officer, mm -hmm. you know, a doctor, whatever, that that group of community that, that, that's in that environment that, that, that wraps you in, that they hug you tight and they allow you to be you and to further yourself. I think that that's the greatest feeling, especially as a filmmaker, because only filmmakers really do know how hard it is to do this. Like it's easy for us to say, go pick up the camera and shoot. Anybody can pick up the camera and shoot. But the hardest thing to do is to pick up a camera, shoot, and make something that actually makes an impact. That actually uh, can can stand the test of time. That's the most difficult thing. So when you have those type of communities who are willing to give you that opportunity and who are willing to uh, take that chance to help you further yourself, like that's the greatest feeling in the world. Unbelievable. And I have to tell you, my only black and white movie I've ever watched that I love till today is a Christmas movie. And I'm sure you're already gonna know what I'm going to say. Um, I'm drawing a complete blank, so hopefully you can help me out. Oh my gosh, this is my short-term memory loss of multiple sclerosis. Oh my gosh, oh, I cannot believe I've forgotten. Um, it will come back to me. Anyways, uh, your movie, Mickey Hardaway, is so seamless and, oh, I lost him. Okay, so Mickey Hardaway is so seamless and so beautiful and so incredible that you don't even see a glitch in the film. You don't see anything happening in the film. It is so beautifully portrayed in black and white that it, this movie is going to take your heart away. So let me try to get um, 
him back on Marcellus and see where he is. Um, he must have had a bad contact. Um, let's see, Marcellus, Marcellus. There you are. Okay, let's try to send him. Okay, so I just sent Marcellus another request. While we're waiting for Marcellus, um, I'm going to continue to tell you some more information about this fabulous up-and-coming director, writer, screenplay writer. Um, so, Marcellus Cox bio, Marcellus, an award-winning writer, director, hailing from Los Angeles, California, had a passion for movies and filmmaking. As a true um, entrepreneur moving forward, cinematic, cinematic, okay, my MS is really kicking in. Excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. Um, storytelling embossed with the dark legacies of themes around his life, he was able to overcome and do this amazing storytelling by touching on the subject of race, religion, social, and political issues with the movie Mickey Hardaway. So, oh, you're back. Okay, I'm trying to send you the invite. Just accept and come back on, Marcellus. Um, this movie, there you are. You lost your Wi Fi. <laughs> yes, I, did. I apologize. Okay, yes. so pull your, cam pull your camera down a little bit so we can see you. There we go. Okay, so I was just reading everything that you, you wrote to me about school and what made you want to write the role. Um, your awards, like I said, over 150 awards so far. That yeah, it, is incredible. Most filmmakers get one or two awards. How does it feel with your very first movie that you submitted to get 150 awards all over the all over the world? Well, it, it's uh, it's a collective of awards for all of my short films in the past. Um, so total, it's, it's it's over 150. Um, I've done several other short films, so that's where that number comes into play. Um, Mickey Hardaway has won 40 total, um, but overall, the body of work has won uh, over 150. Um, I guess I would say for the most part, um, this, I, I guess people can respect storytelling um, aspect of, of what I do, so that's probably the, um, the most important thing that I, I would say is that people really do appreciate real stories and they appreciate real characters and someone who can honestly tell it from the perspective that they can relate to. Even if they can't relate to it, they can feel it and they can appreciate it. And when you add all the other elements to it in terms of production, in terms of the cast, uh, I mean, it all it all really plays itself into uh, to effect. So just the simple fact of having that aspect is like probably the best thing yeah incredible so i was talking about how the movie is black and white and it is so beautifully done and so cinematic where there is no glitch there is no sound of like voices in a glitch like it is so seamless and it just really there's nothing to take your mind off of the movie you literally want to just sit there and continue to stare at the screen, which is absolutely phenomenal because there's some movies I'm like, really? This is the scene? Ugh. Yours, I was on the edge of my pants. Like, oh my gosh, I have to. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Yes. Oh, well, I, I appreciate that. I, 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 I would say this. I knew that the moment um, I, I was watching this with my uh, my cinematographer and my editor, Camille Gooding, we, we didn't know what to expect. We were cutting this film and we were putting it together. Um, I think I was nervous. I can't speak for Jamil. Jamil can speak for himself only, but I know for sure I was nervous about it. I, didn't, I wasn't sure 
how the audience was going to react to it. But every time we've screened a film, like in 2020 when we screened it through virtual festivals and, and now that we're back in the theaters and you actually can hear the audiences, you hear the reactions to it, it it's, it's such a humbling uh, feeling because you know, you just you don't know how the audience are gonna are gonna play to it. And so far the response has been unbelievable. And it's like just simple fact that like as you just said, people actually get lost into the film. It lets me know that I did something right because I thought I had did so much that was wrong. I, I, I felt like I got the story yeah, but I didn't know if I got the cinematic aspect that I wanted because I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was too slow, I wasn't sure if it was you know, not, you know, all, all type of things that most filmmakers think of, you know, in a negative fashion as opposed to positive. So the reaction has been a, a, a exceptional. So I, 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 I'm still stunned and I'm humbled and I'm grateful by it all. But yet it's, it's one of those, you know, it's one of those hardest feelings when you're a filmmaker and you're in the theater room with the audience. Like that's always like, I, I have my headphones on the whole time. The audience was watching because I just did not want to hear it because I didn't want to hear anything bad. Oh. <laughs> so, so the fact that so many people loved it, and especially when we were in Vegas and, and they saw it, that was one of the greatest like reactions to the film that I, I've had so far. And it's just, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I didn't know you were in the back. I was in the very front row watching the movie and I, Rob was sitting next to me, a dear friend of ours, another director, um, and I, I was just crying. And you could see the emotion for every single reaction in that movie was just being just poured out of me. And it it's just incredible. I, I, I It's more than incredible. This is a movie that will actually be shown in schools around the world before 2023 happens this movie I, I think that it, needs to be worldwide this movie needs to be the standard of what we need to stop doing to each other in the world and to continue to teach and I really believe that this that, that that the teachers and the college professors are going to use this movie to make society and and you know students all around the world to really look at this movie and write from the heart what they walked away from watching this movie. It, you know, I, I think that would be an absolute blessing if that could occur. And we've had several universities um, who's asked for the film and to use it to show students. So that's been great. Um, hearing from universities like LMU and uh, we've also heard from uh, like um, University of Florida, who's uh, a couple of professors who saw it and asked if they could show it. So we uh, sent the films up to them. So. Uh, that, that is a good start. I would love for it to get into high schools and I would love for it to get into middle schools so you can have this transformation and you can see like those young kids who are starting to to, to grow into themselves and they can possibly even see themselves in, in this role or, or just relate to their yeah. relate to their best friend yeah. that's being bullied and they don't know how to help them or relate to what they're going through. Um, and it's not just, it, it, it isn't just the physical, it's the mental, it's the emotional, everything that is about this movie that the world has faced for century after century after century after century. This movie is so perfectly done that yes, I see it being shown at fifth grade and above all the way into college as part of the learning tools of our society needs to change and the abuse cycle needs to change and the physical abuse needs to change the mental abuse needs to change but then the empowerment of the human being 
that knows they are amazing needs to believe within themselves, which is what you did. Uh, and I, I appreciate it. And I, and I couldn't agree anymore. I, I do believe that this is the perfect example of breaking the, the cycle, of breaking those 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 traditions that have been passed down. And you know, I, I feel like it will be a language. I mean, bad that maybe cleaned up for, for the fifth graders, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I, I do believe that it's something that can ultimately save a life, as, as you said. It's just, it's something I, I feel in my heart, honestly and truly, that some somebody is going to benefit from this. And you may not believe it yet, but somebody will benefit from this. And it could be a parent, it could be a grandparent, it could be you know, whoever. But mm-hmm. somebody will benefit from this message. They may look at it from a negative perspective, but trust me, there's always a positive, but then a negative. So I always, always. feel like something like this is always a teaching tool. So uh, I think that there will definitely be a lot of people who will benefit from this. I think people will greatly appreciate it. Exactly. 100%. 100%. And um, I will continue to help you get it wherever it needs to go. Um uh, this really, honestly, I, I even see you turning this into a book that kids are going to have to read and write a, you know, huge synopsis on it, on how they felt. How can they change the world? How are they going to be the next big Marcellus Cox, the next big movie maker, director of making a film as precise and as just I have so many words I can't even like come up with all of them of how perfectly well done this movie is of (laughs) Mickey Hardaway it's just incredible well well I I appreciate it and I I, and I I truly do I, I feel like it it definitely could be a novel I've never, I've never, I've never actually sat and thought about that, but I know that there's more to it that I, I can use for it. So I've always envisioned going, going further with the story, not not in terms of television. I mean, obviously I have to feature, but I always thought about someone like a novel, just something that uh, like a, like a, like a reading tool for for kids as well. So that I'm glad you brought that up. That actually has been something that's been on the back of my mind after the featured version. So. That definitely is something that, that afterwards I, I would definitely love to to address. And I feel like as you said, that this could be, you know, a, a very essential to, to anybody. So exactly, you know, I definitely think that, that, that there are more ways to, to push this. Exactly, and you know what? Um, I, I with you've already done the hard part. You've made the movie. You've directed it. You put it together. You've done everything that is harder than writing a book. So now all you have to do is take your screenplay and just kind of like smush it together and add a little extra of instead of the parts, just kind of like blend it together and make it an actual novel where you can tour with the book and the movie. You can do speaking engagements around the world. You are going to be the next person to start showing what the world needs to do and change. Did you hear me? Ah, oh, we lost audio. Uh, I, I think. Hello? Yeah, now I can hear you. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure. I, I know you probably already lost the footage of me, uh, but hopefully you, you keep the audio for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. I have all of the audio. We're good. <laughs> so, okay. Marcellus, what else would you love to talk to us about the movie? How was it making the movie? Was it frustrating at times? Were you like, this isn't right, we need to do it again? So talk to us about that from a director's point of view and a filmmaker. Uh, 
Well, I say the, the, the frustrating part was just dealing with, with uh, really when we were putting the shirt together was COVID. COVID was really, really difficult, especially at the time when we didn't have any like SAG rules or, or anything like that. When we, we literally shot this in the heart of the pandemic, and then on top of which you add in the, uh, the Black Lives Matter rallies that was taking place in LA. So we were dealing with a double whammy. And on top of which there was really not any time at all to uh, rehearse with the actors. So I'm doing nothing but FaceTime with my cast, going over uh, going over the scenes and all these important moments. And you know, you just not having that opportunity to see anybody face to face to get a feel for them in their performance. So all of this was truly challenging. And I mean, it's 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 hard to to explain. But I would say this: the cast, Dylan from uh, Rashad Hunter to Stephen Colfield Jr., David Chatham, Charles Williams, Angela Davis, they were amazing. They all bought into the message and story and what I was trying to address and what I wanted to say with the material. Uh, those guys made my life as easy as humanly possible. So from the filmmaker's perspective, telling this story was challenging in terms of the outside interference, but internally, this telling this story never had a single issue at once with, with this with this cast or with this story in general. I just felt like for me, I had, to, I had to believe that I was mature enough to tell it, and I felt like this was the perfect time in my life to do so. So once I had all those elements in place, you saw what you saw. So I think I did. I did. I think I did a pretty good job. You did a fantastic, phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Uh, thank you. I I definitely feel like it, it came out the way that I had I had envisioned in my head. So. It, it, yeah, well, there was one scene that was the therapy scene. A um, couple of shots I wish that I could have fixed. Unfortunately, uh, any filmmaker would know you're dealing with like boom shadows that are in the shot, and we don't have the money to fix it, which would have been really phenomenal to have. <laughs> but when you're dealing with such a small budget, so you have to kind of cut around the shots. We know I could tell in the film, but it was just a couple of those certain shots that I wish I could have had, like pan shots and stuff like that. But that's just my cinematic nature. That's just my cinematic ways of, of, of whining and complaining. But outside of that, artistically, I felt like I got my point across. I felt like I did the research, talking to multiple uh, therapists, talking to people who have been in Mickey's shoes, both physically and verbally going through this, and this knowing the stories of people who have actually taken their lives in these situations. I felt like I addressed all of those points of views and I did it honestly, I did it truthfully and I did it with, with tender love and care and I felt like we got the response that we wanted over that. So yeah. I I do believe that I, uh, I've i accomplished everything that I wanted to with the film, except make the feature, which I hope to do so in December. We we will do everything we can. So we have a Indiegogo for people that will can watch the little clips of what the movie is about um, to help continue to fund this movie that it gets out to the masses, that it gets to Sundance and it can travel through the world or can wherever you want it to be. But um, your Indiegogo is called what? Um, well... I don't, I don't have the actual cool link on me, but I know if you go to Google, you can just type in Mickey Hardaway and it will come right up. Mickey Hardaway. I've checked. I've checked. That's the only name on there. It has nobody else attached to it. So <laughs> you can definitely go on there uh, and, and type in Mickey Hardaway. Or what you can do is follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, the link to the uh, the campaign is in my uh, letterhead. Uh, and you can go right to it. It'll take you directly to the, uh, the Indiegogo campaign page. And um, people can check it out. So far, we have raised just a little over 50% of our actual uh, film budget, uh, mostly raised outside the campaign. But we really, really, truly, really want more people to actually check out the campaign and see the great perks that we have. We have great perks for actors who would love to be in the film. Uh, we have great perks for people who would love to be a producer in the film. We just have great perks in general for people who, are, who would just love to support the film. And anybody who have not seen the film, who would love to see the short version of it, 
Um, you can always reach me at my email at uh, coxmarcellus at gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to share a private link with you to see the film if that would uh, um, be something that you would like to, to do as well. So I'm, I'm more than open to sharing the film. Uh, not publicly yet, because we're still on the festival front, but anybody who would love to see it just in general, reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to see you privately too. And, uh, you know, anything that you guys can do to donate would be fantastic. If you can't donate, the only thing I humbly, briefly ask is that you share it with friends and family who might be interested in a story like this. Uh, hopefully, within the next 52 days, we'll, we'll raise the funding that we need to finish this uh, stuff. That's going to be amazing. So share his Instagram. Um, share the promo video clips that I did. We are going to be putting on a short clip that um, Marcellus is going to be sending me on my Instagram page with a lot of the, um, the photos that you sent me so people can really get an idea of the story with just watching a very short clip. Um, that they then they can go to your um, Mickey Hardaway Indiegogo and see all of the perks and see if they could be a part of this incredible living history that I know will be in every young grade school, high school, college. And I truly believe you're going to turn this into a book and you are going to be touring the world and you are going to be saving lives with writing such a beautiful screenplay of truth and justice. Uh, I, I thank you very much. I thank you so much for the kind words. And I'm, 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 I agree with every single thing that you said. Just, I definitely want to make that happen in terms of helping people and healing people with, with these type of uh, mental and verbal issues or go through this every day and just encouraging people to actually go out and live their dream. Don't let anybody discourage you. It doesn't matter if it's your mother, your father, or even the closest friend in the world, or even your most person. You have to find a way to power through. You have to be able to find some type of comfort. And I know it's hard because I'm a work in progress. I'm still working myself to kind of power through these certain things. So, I mean, we'll just do it together. So, I feel, the way I feel is just that we just want to address it. We want to get, you know, get, get, get it all out in the open and hopefully we all can help heal each other in these situations because it is a, a terrible disease. It, it is something that needs to be wiped off the face of the earth and just be able to just embrace one another. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, we are all a work in progress. All of us in the world. Um, once you get to age four, we're all a work in progress, <laughs> you know, a newborn baby is perfect, a one-year-old is perfect, a two-year-old starts to get on your nerves, <laughs> a three-year-old is, ah, oh, I don't like what you're saying, but a four-year-old is when we need to hit it from the ground running as to not actually hit something or hit someone. It means to take the actions and move forward with life and teach them what is right and wrong. And exactly. constantly, constantly reinsuring that over and over and over again until the record player is broken. Hey, I can't just say it anymore. I, even though I don't have any kids yet, but. I definitely understand exactly what you're saying, and I, and I agree wholeheartedly, 100%. And I think it's exactly true. It's exactly true. So I'm super excited to share on my page the clip that you're going to send me of the movie with um, all the beautiful photos and the images that you've already sent me. And before I share, I'll send it back to you so you can approve of it before it goes on my page. And then the beautiful write-up that you can do. Um, so the world will hear Mickey Hardaway from the fabulous uh, Marcellus Cox. I'm so grateful to you. And I appreciate it. And again, I apologize for anybody that who's watched this. The footage going out. Uh, that is my bad. For whatever reason, my camera seemed to have broken on me. 
why we're live. And you cannot edit life. You can change the perspective. But when shit goes down, you got to learn to deal with it. And I love this part of my podcast because it's not perfect. We're not perfect. We're all a work in progress. Digital goes out. Computers go out. It happens. And that is the true part of life. Yes, it is. But I was really hoping this would be the one time that life would have actually just thrown me a bone. Like, today was not the day for you to pull this, and it did. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm upset, but at the same time, I'm laughing my ass off at this thing. It's just like, I can't wait to go back and watch it. Because I can pinpoint the moment where it happened, and you and all you can hear was a loud, oh, shit. <laughs> You know, Marcellus, you are a giant teddy bear. And I'm saying giant because I'm five foot two. And you're what, like six nine, six ten? Um six three, but I I I'm always six nine. Um and um you know, I have been around you for the last several weeks between filming Bobcat Moretti and the film festival and you have got a heart of gold and that is why this movie is the way that it is. And I am so, so proud of you. So proud of you. And I cannot thank you enough for taking the time today to come on live with Dom Marie. And I want to do another podcast with you next month. And I want to see how things are going and how things are moving. And then um, we will hopefully not have any glitches. And if we do, you know what? That's live. I, I, I will say this much. You have my acceptance. I do accept. I will definitely be there. You give me the time today. And I will make sure that I am in a better location Without question, I will make sure I'm in a better location. Because uh, I don't know why the internet here went out, but I have to basically run to my car and I'm using the internet outside here. So this is to finish. So trust me, it will be a much better uh, situation without question. So I, I would love to be on the show. Thank you. Oh, see, it's live. There goes Gaston. He, he has to be heard. <laughs> There's my dog coming up to the podcast room and barking away. <laughs> so, Marcellus Cox. Everybody, follow him on his Instagram, although it is not Marcellus Cox. So, can you please tell us your Instagram handle? Uh, yes. Uh, anybody who would like to uh, follow me, uh, always follow me on Instagram. Uh, Marcellus Cox 24. That will be incredible. Thank you for that. And thank you for offering your time for people to reach out to you as a director and screenplay writer. And everybody, remember this name because it will be in the records of history. Mickey Hardaway, the movie that is going to change the world.
Marcellus, thank you so much for coming on to Live with Dom Marie. I loved it. I hopefully, actually, I'm going to see you soon, I'm sure, with us putting the whole Bobcat Moretti thing together. And I can't wait to see the rest of Mickey Hardaway. You left me hanging. <laughs> now I got to see the rest of it. So um, congratulations on the awards. Continue to send it out because this movie needs to keep moving. Um, without question, I thank you so much. I truly appreciate all the love and support. You definitely will be seeing me around. Um, I'll definitely be around uh, right now. This one on the Bobcat already. Uh, yep. And of course, it's just being around uh, with Bob, of course. So you'll, you'll definitely stay around for sure. So trust me, I, I, I definitely hope that once this is all done, I definitely will say that I will have to be sending it to you for sure. That would be very exciting. We'll have to do a celebration up in LA to come watch the movie and then to just go out to dinner and celebrate. And then I have a funny feeling Mickey Hardaway and Bobcat Moretti will be at the same big time 2022 film festivals. I, I definitely do think it is possible. Amazing opportunity. So our our future is still connected. We're still gonna be seeing each other all the way through. Yes, you are, but this is gonna be connected forever no matter what, trust me, because I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Me either. Me either, Marcellus. I, I'm here. I, I'm going to keep spreading the word of awareness and um, autoimmune and what that brings to the world, which is what you are doing with abuse and, you know, bullying and life and how tough life is. So the two of us and all the voices in the world that want to stand behind us, follow us. Share our Instagrams. Share this story. And remember... Marcellus Cox, the famous director, screenplay writer, and the movie, Mickey Hardaway. Have a great one, Marcellus, and I'll talk to you soon. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Don. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, everybody. So, this is absolutely going to be the most impactful movie in black and white of trauma, abuse, physical and mental abuse um, within the world of what we live in today. This movie was filmed so beautifully in black and white and the, I'm having a hard time with the cinematic, okay, cinematic. <laughs> having a really hard time with my words today. But stay tuned because it really is going to be amazing. Go to his Instagram. Follow him. Look at the little video clips he's got on there and all the incredible photos from the movie itself. And look at all of the amazing awards that this movie has gotten so far with just the short film. No one has seen the long film yet. So stay tuned. And once again, I am back live with Don Marie every week, bringing you incredible stories from around the world and always looking towards the bright side of life. So remember, if you're looking down upon someone, it is to raise them up and praise them. Have a fabulous day. I love you all. And it's great seeing you all on the other side. Have a good one. Goodbye, everybody.